0: This is Jamila Blue from Conscious Machina. Our purpose is to connect holistic practitioners and mind-body-spirit events and places within our community. Today's guest is Felicia Ashley of Cosmic Connection Center. We discuss her journey to becoming a practitioner, as well as the story of how Cosmic Connection Center began. As you are listening to this podcast, you may find that you're interested in learning more about the holistic resources within our community. For a full directory listing, please visit www.consciousmachianna.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and we have a newsletter. If you are a practitioner and want to become part of our growing community, you may Sign up on the Conscious Moshiana website to add your bio and any upcoming events. It's a free directory. If you enjoy this podcast, please help us out by leaving us some stars and a review. This will help more than you may realize. In the podcast world, this goes a long way in helping others find us. And it's free. We need your help to support our mission towards growing awareness of our wellness community and maintaining our free online directory. Please visit our donate page for the many ways that you can support. Alrighty, let's begin. Today, I have Faye with the Cosmic Connections Center located in South Bend. And she's going to tell us a little bit about who she is, what she does, about the center, her journey and how she got there. And I'm just really excited to have you here today with us, Faye. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I I remember when I first heard that you were going to be opening up the center, I was super excited about it because of just knowing a little bit about you, a little bit about Don and some of the others that are there. I was like, oh, wow, this is going to be a really great place. And when I first walked in, I was like, oh, and of course it is a really great place. You know, my my love for plants and planets and energy work. I mean, it was just like in crystals, it was all right there. And I was just like you know, kid in the candy store. is like, ooh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It was just wonderful. So great job on your location. It hasn't been open very long, has it?
1: No, we opened in April. So it's only been a couple months, um, but it's been a beautiful experience. And I look forward to continuing watching it grow and things of that nature.
0: It's only been since April. Oh my goodness.
1: Yes. April
0: 9th, I believe, was our opening day. Wow, you guys have done a tremendous job for for just being open that short period of time. So, Thank you. You're welcome. How did it come to be? How did it get started? Give us the story. So I've been in the metaphysics
1: since about 2012, 2013. Um, my interest got peaked when I was on a Facebook group for my sun sign, which is cancer. Um, I had a guy approach me and he had asked me if I knew anything about my natal chart. I told him, no. Long story short, he drew it up. He started telling me things about myself that I had never told anyone. And I'm like, hold up. I'd always had an interest in psychology. Um, I'd always done a lot of reading on like Carl Jung and things of that nature. I just really enjoyed his approach to psychology. Um, And then when I stumbled upon astrology, I was like, wow, this is amazing. Um, so it really sparked my interest and kind of turned my entire life path that I was headed down in a whole new direction. Um, and I started to do a lot of soul searching and things like that. Um, I'm someone that believes very strongly in organic healing. So I would go through moments where I'd really push myself to transform and evolve. And then universe had to be like, all right, you need to chill for a second. (laughs) You need to take a moment and just chill. But So it led me down a path to meeting some really amazing people along my journey. And I've done a lot of collaborations with people and things of that nature. Um, And I always said I didn't want to own or co-own a business. But things don't always plan out the way that we think we want them to. So I've just been very open to surrendering in how this all comes to be. And so Dom and I have always had a pretty good spiritual bond over the past couple of years on our path. And it just seemed like a no brainer to kind of join up and create this space when we have kind of the same vision for what we want to see in our lives and what we want to cultivate. So we collaborated and that's how cosmic connection came to be.
0: Wowza. That's like, you know, talk about that's 2012. Okay. So, so 2012, So until like, at what point did you and Dom come together and say, let's do this from the time, like, like from 2012 until when, like at what point? So
1: Dom is a lot younger than me. He is 13 years younger than me. So in 2012, he would have probably still been in school at that time. Um, I met him, I want to say 2017, 2018, somewhere around there maybe a little later, I think 2018, 2019 is when I met Tom. Um, And it was very much just a friendship connection type thing. Um, We had our core group of friends, but we also had like what we called our spiritual friends. So like people we could go hang out with and kind of elevate and be of the same mind and the same perception and speak about things on deeper levels and things like that. And um, so that just kind of grew from there, I feel like. Kim and I are very much social beings. We love people. We love to help people. Um, and I just think through watching that organically unfold, it, like I said, it was just a no-brainer to kind of go in together in this space and to do that line of work with each other.
0: Wonderful. And you guys complement each other really, really well. Um, it's fun yeah. just to see how you guys play with each other. It's it's, it's, it's Absolutely.
1: I forget. I forget that he's that much younger than me, if I'm honest. (laughs) I would have had no idea. Yeah, I have to remember. He's a very old soul and very beyond his years. And I'm extremely grateful to have him as a partner in this business. And I look forward to watching him touch a lot of people as well. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: But yeah. Nice. So what was like the turning point for you? From the time that you first learned about astrology to the point of, you know, I want to do something more with this and begin like your journey helping to help heal others?
1: So, I mean, I'll get pretty raw with you in regards to, and I haven't really ever shared this part of my story with people. Um, I don't like to live in the past or associate with things that are no longer present in who I am today but I do like to utilize them as a reminder of where I've come from and what I've grown from. Um, I grew up in children's homes and foster homes from like the age of nine all the way until I aged out at 18, Um, which within itself at that age, you don't really see the beauty in it. But as you get older, you definitely see the beauty in being raised and having so many people touch your life. like during the most detrimental times of your development. So I'm super appreciative of having so many different diverse experiences at such a young age. I think that really helped give me the personality that I have now to where I actually like to engage with people and help people. Um, became a mom at 19, fresh out of foster care. So then it went from that to mom mode. And I think anybody who is a parent understands that for some years, you forget that you're like your own individual human outside of being a mother. Um, so that was a huge shift in my life as well. Um, but yeah, like I said, it took me until 2012 before I stumbled upon astrology and I had a lot of unhealthy living habits and choices that I was making and how I would make money and things like that. Um, I've always been of the entrepreneurial side of things, but they weren't always legal. I'll put it that way. So um, that's something that was a huge level of growth for me in realizing that I needed to make better choices for my life and that this wasn't in alignment with what I was trying to create. I think there was a huge part of me that didn't even know what I was trying to create. I was very much And that go with the flow what happens happens and just didn't really have an objective on what way i wanted to see my life go um so discovering astrology discovering the fact that i can change these patterns and i can capitalize off of you know the good aspects that i have in my chart and that i can heal and evolve the more harder harsher aspects that i have in my chart Um, were definitely the most catalytic moments in my growth um, because I think for so long we think we're just kind of stuck this way and we don't realize the power of the mind and how much power it has over us and in our everyday choices and in our patterns and our neurological pathways and things like that and that we have the power to change those so when I stepped into astrology and that gave me my little flavor of being able to change my thought process and and how I conducted myself, it just kind of rabbit hole into all these other different metaphysical modalities. Um, And I keep finding the same truth in all of them. They're just spoken differently. And I think that's absolutely beautiful. But when I understood that we have the ability to change our thoughts and to change our actions, and to change who we identify with being, why would I not want to share that with other people? Uh it's I tell my son all the time you know he's like well people are just going to be who they are and I'm like you're right but I also have this knowledge in this in my mind and why would I not share it why would I not share it for those that are seeking for those that want to learn why would I not share it Uh um stepping in this healing world though we have to remember to heal ourselves first and I think we get in these spurts where we get to a pretty good place and we're like all right I want to go help other people but we have to be mindful that we're still healing and we're still like, that's an ever always happening thing. Right. So we still have to be mindful of our own needs and our own wants and our own areas of healing and to not get so far into helping everyone else. So we don't help ourselves. So I think for me, that's been a huge balance over the past 10 years of learning to take just as much time for myself as much as I wanted to help everybody else. At what point where was that a distraction, if that makes Uh sense. Uh So fast forward, 10 years later, I'm finally in a space where it's like my love and my happiness and my joy definitely comes first. And that's always going to come first. And the desire to want to help people outside of that is just the icing on the cake, essentially.
0: Uh Well, thank you for uh, sharing and opening up about your story. Um, I know mm-hmm. for myself, I mean, I had my daughter when I was 16 years old, and over, and she was my lifesaver. Like, I, right. I completely believe that, I totally believe that I would not be alive today if my, if I did not have my daughter because of the path that I was on at that time. <laughs> was not a very healthy path whatsoever, no. not whatsoever, and so I am, um, I was when when I had her inside of me, I'm like, can't do any of these things because, you know, I'm I, I, you know, I don't care about myself so much as I care about what that influence is going to be on her. And I could never forgive myself if I would do something that would harm her as a result of my actions. And so right. that that absolutely changed who I I mean, you know, when you have a child at 16 or 19, either way, it's still really young to have a child. Yeah, mm-hmm. It grows you up really fast, for sure. It
1: does, and it's, it's crazy how the universe has a way of being like, all right, you don't necessarily love yourself the best. <laughs> and you're making choices that really aren't that great for you. But here, we're going to give you this little human. That is very much a part of who you are, but it's an extension of who you are, right? So obviously it's so much easier for us to love the things outside of ourselves so much more deeper than it is for us to love ourselves, which I could go into a whole nother tangent on that. But I do feel like for a lot of people, children are catalysts to grounding them to to those that it affects in that way. Everybody has their own effects with that. But I do... I'm completely with you in the regard of like, he put me on the right path, even though I kind of deterred here and there over the past, he'll, he's 16 now. So it's been a beautiful experience. And when we have them that young, they grow up with us as we grow up. So they're it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful reflection and yeah, definitely can relate to the, the child being like your saving grace in a way for sure.
0: Yeah. And astrology as well, because, you know, I, uh, I mean, I I've known about astrology most of my life. My mother was an astrologer, so I really was all of my life. Like I've known about astrology and so she was an astrologer before I was born. Right. So I kind of was brought into it, but like to be able to use the astrology as my own map of I'm going through some really heavy shit. Yeah, how am I going to like get through this? and being able to take a look at the astrology of my chart and seeing what aspects are occurring, and being able to say, okay, yeah, this is really tough. However. Give it a couple of months, which isn't like yeah. necessarily what I was hoping, but let's give it a couple of months. And there's a glimmer of lights. There's like, it's going to yeah. pass, and being able to hold on to that. And even like with just everyday things, whether it's my energy level or just like obstacles that I'm feeling or just not feeling right in some way, being able to look at astrology and say, ah, this is what's going on. Okay absolutely. It's so helpful. So helpful for yeah, sure. That's um, that's
1: grounding within itself, I feel like, to just be like, okay, I'm not the only one that's experiencing this. So yeah, just having that community even in in what we're going through on a collective level is mm-hmm. super soothing as well.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, for me, it was just understanding being able to see myself through my birth chart was just, yeah, helped me grow and evolve more than anything else. I can absolutely absolutely say for sure. Yeah, sure. So, outside of astrology, go ahead. I was
1: say that Saturn return, though. Uh. My Saturn return (laughs) was huge. Like, that's honestly, that was the pivotal point of everything. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's it usually beautiful. is.
0: And it usually all is. All you can
1: do is <laughs> surrender, for sure.
0: Exactly. And um, discipline. There's a little bit of discipline that needs to go with it because Saturn likes, you know, he rewards that discipline yep, while you're we're surrendering.
1: A, yep, we all getting a taste in that right now with Saturn retrograde, so.
0: Yep, indeed. What other modalities um, along the way have have you explored that you you really identify with? So, like I said, astrology
1: was the starting point. Like, I think that just kind of kicked off of my love for psychology, um, trying to understand the human mind and things like that. Um, went from astrology into energy healing. I've always been extremely intuitive. Um, I remember being a kid, being on my laptop, looking up like indigo child and things. I always felt different. Um so my intuition was always like a big part of me as well. And I could tap into things. I could connect with people on the other side, a lot of weird things that I didn't know exactly what was going on at that time. Um, I also identify a lot with empaths. So I would say the biggest things that I kind of stepped into after astrology, um, would be the Reiki, the energy healing, um, playing more with my intuition with like tarot and, um, Oracle and things of that nature, And then I found myself intrigued with hypnotherapy. Um, I had did a 10-hour free course at the institute that I graduated from. And within that 10 hours, I was hooked. I was hooked on, okay, I have these layers of psychology, but how do they work with the brain? How do they work with the mind? Got into that. It took me about a year and a half to graduate with that. And that probably was the hugest, uh, most beneficial modality that I could have ever tapped into, um, to kind of push that narrative of wanting to help people understand their mind and things of that nature. Um, I still have a very different approach to hypnotherapy. You have your old school, um, approaches and things like that, but I kind of want to like switch it up a little bit and, create these different approaches. BQH is one of them, which is Beyond Quantum Healing. It's a branch of QHHT with Dolores Cannon. So that's also been a cool way to switch up that approach of hypnotherapy to help people access their subconscious mind, to help them connect more with their thought patterns and things of that nature and to help them decipher it. Um, But to say that those are the only things, no, like I said, I love crystal healing, sound healing, aromatherapy um, astrology, uh, hypnotherapy. And I love, and I get excited about when people are like, oh, well I do this. And I'm like, wait, what is that? Cause I want to hear all about it. <laughs> I want to hear all about it. So just any type of natural healing modalities, if I get access to it, breath work, um, just so many different ways to understand the body and to step outside of Western medicine and to have all these different approaches to mental health and things like that. Um,
0: That's really what I'm passionate about, I guess you could say. I can absolutely hear your passion in all of that. And I love that. I love that. I um I think that I relate so much with you as far as to me, my my favorite tagline for myself is connecting to the divine through play because I really yeah. see it all and not play like in a you know like a lighthearted way, even though it can be a little lighthearted. Um but I do take metaphysical things very seriously. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, yeah, it's not like that. It's it's I take it seriously, but also being able to like you said, all of the different ways and being able to learn something new in those various ways, because they're all just, I mean, it's like, we're living in this holographic universe. And it's just one thing after another. And it's a reflection of this and that. And I love how they all come together in their various forms. It's just fascinating. And it's like a big playground to me. It's just like, ooh, let's play with this. And let's play with that.
1: Absolutely. And not one person perceives the world in the same way another person does. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's why it's super important to have this toolbox or this tool belt or access to all these metaphysical, natural, self-healing modalities and techniques, because everyone's going to come in with a different perception, with different thought patterns. And so if you have this box of like, okay, what speaks to you? Mm -hmm. Which one of these modalities speaks to you? So that's really... That's, that's where my passion comes at. It's not just one thing. It's all the things that helps an individual get into connection with themselves and to really strengthen that relationship they have with themselves so that they can decide what their path is and what the healing looks like to them.
0: Exactly. Being able to listen to our, the little healer within um, and the more that we can do to be able to tap into our inner wisdom um, the more in alignment that we'll be and the more meaningful and purposeful our life will then become and more authentic that it will be as well. And so yes, I love that because we all need to tap into our inner wisdom more. Yes. All of us. Absolutely. It doesn't matter at what level we're at. It's 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 just part of the walk. And yeah. And that's why we seek answers because
1: we don't we're not we don't necessarily have a really strong connection with ourselves in trusting that okay i feel this way or i think this way and i'm going to be very strong standing in that and move forward with that it's then we want oh let me go get a reading or let me look at my chart just for these cards to say something to you that you've already been saying to yourself but you need the power of hearing that outside of yourself right mm. so i just i'm really passionate about getting people to really connect with their inner power and to not need always not to get into a place of ego i mean obviously always the the teacher is always a student etc eternal student right so for them to just listen to themselves more and not necessarily need all that outside um guidance all the time i guess Uh you could say Uh agreed love it
0: love it love it so uh At Cosmic Connection, what kind of services? What services do you have that you offer? For the center center itself.
1: For the center itself. So it's kind of split. Um, Dom and I both offer Reiki. We both offer divination. Um, He does life coaching and he does yoga one-on-one sessions and things like that. He's very passionate about that. He enjoys Yoga Nidra. Um, Dom is awesome at like positive affirmations and mantras and like all these things that you can create for your mind to maintain this level of energetic space. Right. So um, he definitely handles those sides of things. I also do meditation. We both do sound um, things of that nature, but then I step more into my beyond quantum healing hypnotherapy Um, which that accesses past lives, present lives, future ascended selves, things of that nature. It's, we can pretty much tailor whatever that is to the individual and what they're seeking and what their intentions are. Um, I like to do habit control, whether it's food, whether it's cigarettes. Um, I've utilized my own self-hypnotherapist for both, or help hypnosis for both of those things for myself. So I do have some pretty good ways of approaching those things, if that's what people are seeking. Um, And then I think I spoke with you a little bit earlier, uh, alignment coaching or alignment self-development mentoring. Um, Again, just laying out that toolbox and being like, what's your intention right now currently in your growth? What do you want to see created? What do you want to work on? And then what one of these modalities or more than one of these modalities can we utilize to help that? Um, So yeah, we're just definitely in the natural healing side of things, understanding the mind, the psychology of everything, and kind of helping people create a plan for themselves that feels good, and that they feel they're at the lead of what they're creating.
0: Awesome. So, what the the services that I heard you say is you have yoga, mm-hmm. you have astrology, you have Reiki and hypnotherapy, divination, tarot. Am I what what am I missing? No, I think that's a big majority of it. Uh,
1: Self development, mentoring, or life coaching, things of that nature. I, um, yeah, so that was definitely a couple of them as well. We also offer a couple services. Um, I'm doing some certification in tantric meditation and things like that. Um, we really want to help not only individuals connect with themselves more, but to help partners connect with each other while they're connecting with their individual selves. So still maintaining that healthy connection with each other as well. So we offer that with Reiki, yoga, meditation, um, divination. We've done several couple services with that. And it's really, really fun. And it's awesome to see them bond and connect on a deeper level than maybe
0: what they have before. That's awesome. And you do malas. I was so so excited that you gifted (laughs) me the mala uh, that you did. It was just so perfect. It was actually... I, I didn't understand the perfection of it at the time, but yeah. it's 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 growing on me. It's not growing on me, I should say, because that's not the right word. It's it's um as I am growing, I'm seeing how it plays a part in that growth more. And I, yeah. it's kind of strange in that and in that how that works, but it's so true. It's so yeah. true. Um, I've just been, I, I, I keep looking over there because
1: <laughs> because it's on at? my
0: altar, because it's on my <laughs> altar, like it's hanging right there on my altar and it just has a, yeah. a nice place there. And I, and I love that. And I love that you are so passionate about malas. And I know that that's something that both you and Dom do. Um, you both have your own various ways of that. Can you speak more about malas and your, your passion for it and like why and how you got into it and what they mean to you?
1: Absolutely. So um, it was downtown Elkhart, we were having a pop up and a friend's friend had made some malas um, and he had brought them in to sell at his booth. And one just really spoke to me and I've always loved crystals. I've always had a connection with them, whether it's, you know, the placebo side of the mind or the, the actual energetic properties of them. I've just always had a deep connection with them. I've done the pocket crystals. I've done the bigger ones in my home. But how can I like wear these and they'd be aesthetically pleasing as well, right? So then I stumble upon malas. Um, didn't necessarily know what they were. I just knew that it really spoke to me and I wore it and it became like this. I had this connection with it that I knew what the stones meant. So it was something that kept me very mindful of, okay, I'm working on self-love right now. I'm working on being grounded. I'm working on these things. And I, with, you know, working with the mind a lot, I'm very big about intentional things, what you believe your mind supports and then creates. Right. So let's put a spin on this ancient Tibetan Buddhist tradition of malas, which are supposed to represent 108 energy points within our body. And then you have like the guru beat as well. Um, and they would connect mantras with them and they would sit and meditate and they would repeat that mantra after every bead. It's very much like a rosary in a sense. But how can I flavor this and throw some healing crystals in it? And how can I flavor this and put strong intention into it? Even in regards to numerology, how can this have an energy towards the intention? So that was my biggest connection with malas is I could intuitively pick which crystals were coinciding with the intention that each individual had that wanted one. Um, and then I just put a lot of intentional love in them while I'm making them, but they're just like tangible reminders of I bought this mala because I want to protect myself. So this, this is my protection. So in your mind, if you believe that while you're wearing this mala, you're energetically protected, beautiful, whether it's self-love, whether it's abundance and prosperity, you know, um, what I do now is I call them level up malas. So when I feel like I went through a huge spurt of growth, it's time for a new mala, right? So um, there are some that I still am very connected with. And that's why you'll see four to five on my neck at a time, because there's just some that I can't get rid of that are just very connected to them. Um, But the passion really there at the root of malas is the intentional side of it. Um, where can we create a mindfulness within us of what we're currently trying to create in our lives right now and that's why I have a huge love for them
0: thank you for explaining that I appreciate that no problem and they're beautiful I I, I love every time you post them or Dom posts them I'm like oh <laughs> yes yes I love them mm-hmm. I can see why and I know that so many others do as well So let's talk about your space. Can you uh, talk about where it's located, kind of give a visual tour of what to expect from the moment you walk in the door and, you know, just kind of like walk us through visually? Um. Absolutely. So our space
1: is on the corner of Darden and Hollyhock, um, diagonally across the street from Clay High School. It is in the part of the State Farm Insurance building in the back side. We're working on getting more vibrant signs on the road because our entrance is facing inward. So it's kind of hard for people to know that we're there, right? So we're definitely putting signs on the outside of the road, but what you do is you'll pull into the parking lot. We're at the back half of the building. You go into a door and there are two split doors. You will go to the left to our shop. You walk in, there's a whole two room like boutique area where we have essential oils, oil bars, jewelry, malas, um, organic beauty products, an array of all different types of crystals, um, crystal jewelry, cacao. We have an apothecary with herbs and um, we're working on getting teas in there. We've got sage, we've got Palo. we've got all these different metaphysical supplies, right? Um, and then we have a Reiki room where we do a lot of our energy work and things of that nature. I do my BQH in there as well. And then we have what we call the classroom slash meditation station. So it's going to be opened up to the public for love donation. If they just want to come in and get away and want to go into that space and they'll have access to meditation, music, mats, pillows, whatever, just if they need to get lost in their own space for a little bit. Um, we also have like tarot. Oracle decks, things like that. Um, we're getting more books in. So like I said, we've only been open since April. So we're kind of working with bringing new stuff in, creating more space. And then we have a lot of other things in the works as well, as far as expansion and things like that.
0: Very exciting. Thank you for for that visual tour. I, no problem. Um, it, it's, it's a lovely space. I, I really <laughs> enjoyed you. being in there when, when I was there. It is, very so comfortable. it is it is very comfortable like and you, the two of you make it very inviting and just easy to step on in and um as soon as i walked in i'm like ooh crystals and i'm like oh essential oils Ooh, yeah like apothecary i can't say the word yeah apotheory. and i
1: think it's been quite interesting <laughs> to try to get in all the things that we love in a smaller space um but it's been beautiful and like i've, I've spoke on this before monetarily right now, it just works out perfect for us. It's giving us the space to kind of free flow and adapt to this being our full-time gig now. I don't like the word gig, but full-time job and things like that. It's giving us that financial freedom to not have such a huge overhead like I never, I really struggle with even charging for my services. That's something that took me some years to really work through until I understood that it's all an energy exchange, right? And so like, I'm very open to even trading. Um, If energy is met with energy, whether it's monetarily or energetically, I'm completely open to that bartering system. Um, But it's just been nice to even have that smaller overhead to not be like, I need to see this many people this week to be able to pay my bills. I never, ever want to have to live from that space. Um, I want to have the security outside of that so that I have the freedom to kind of just find joy in what I'm doing.
0: Perfect. I love that. I do. I love that. So what do you do to uh, connect to the community?
1: So we've been doing a lot of collaborations with other practitioners in the area. That's been a huge way. We've been doing a lot of stuff um, with Conscious Michigan, as you know. I've kind of stepped into wanting to be an ambassador for that as well because I just love everything that you do, and I think that we wanted to create the center for all these people to come together. And so why not collaborate with someone that's doing the same thing? Um, and I think it's beautiful. And So we're doing a lot of that, a lot of like little pop-up festivals. we popped up at the Mind Earth Body Spirit Festival that you held. Um, We're having our own festival in July, July 24th. Um, And then just doing other little pop-ups. I think we're going to be at Artbeat with you. And there's another festival that's coming up. So just kind of like putting our feelers out there and being open to collaborations with all different types of people. We're still trying to figure out like the advertisement side of things, um, I am very much born in the 80s of, I understand technology, but there's still this part of resistance with me in technology and I know the basics, but as far as going beyond that, that's something that I have to actively like take the time to understand and to research. Whereas Dom's just like, oh yeah, bro, this is what you do. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, we're 13 years apart, right? So (laughs) it's been beautiful to have him there to help us as well. But we're currently working on like boosting ads, going down to the colleges and putting flyers up. A lot of footwork Mm -hmm. as well. So that's kind of what we're doing on the advertisement and the community aspect. Um, We're also going to be working on doing free more free things on the weekends just to kind of get people to come vibe out you know what I mean and not have to be worried
0: about the monetary side of it Mm -hmm. I love that and what was I going to say let's see what was I going to say here oh yeah so with the um you were you and one other booth we had at the mind, body, spirit festival, there was a contest, a favorite booth contest oh, yeah. and, yes. and yours as well as a mindful place. Uh, yes. They did Reiki and you had yours. And so the, the two of your booths actually came in as a tie. Like you had the same, <laughs> which I think is crazy <laughs> and wonderful. And I love yeah. that. So for it to be your first festival mm-hmm. and to be already like nominated as w- one of the two favorites, I thought was really awesome, um, and I've also really loved the collaborations that I've seen. Um, you know, whether it's sound healing or the crystal grids, or um, you've had some other collabs in there that I'm just not remembering right now. Um, we did
1: the cacao. So we've worked with Hannah. We've worked with um, Brenna. We worked with Boston. Um, we've got a couple things going on in for July as well. So yeah, we're just really open to um, you know anyone that needs a space to want to share what they do, creating that space are over like our percentage is super small. We only ask for 25%. Like I said, the monetary side of things is more the, the byproduct. It's not the pushing force. So we want to create that space for other people to be able to, still make what they need to make out of it while sharing a collaborative space to do so.
0: Mm -hmm. Perfect. So, Cosmic Aphrodite Festival, you said that's uh, Sunday, July 24th. What is the time? From 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And can you talk more about what that's going to be?
1: So we're going to have about 20 to 25 vendors. Um, We will have a reading space, which will be a tent set up with about six readers, I believe. Um, And you'll be able to go over there, sign up for your reading slot and get your reading done in that way. We're going to have um, vendors set up of an array of all things. There's people that are going to be there with their art. There's people that are going to be there with all the things they love to do um i know we will have jillian with mind your beeswax with all of her herbal beautiful things um well have, you'll be there set up um just a space for everyone to kind of come again and and to share it's like a very small scale of like the mind body spirit festival and the vibe of like interactive activities i think we'll have music we're going to have a bite with me there um with the food and things like that so it's just going to be a fun day full of yoga, meditation, and sound healing, and drumming, and um, readings, and Reiki, and just all the beautiful things.
0: Yeah. Love it. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm super excited. Be, yeah, you'll get to be on the other side of that. <laughs> uh-huh. I sure will, which we'll might extra. To chill. <laughs> I will. I will. I'm yeah. so looking forward to that. I mean, anything to be able to connect to the community. You know, anything. I mean, conscious machine's goal is to expand awareness to all things mind, body, spirit related within the community. And I love what you're doing. And I can't wait to partake in that and just see the community come together and explore different things and try out things that they may not have before, uh, make those connections with each other. I mean, you know, it's just fabulous. So I'm super, super stoked about it.
1: That's why I love what you do and why I support what you do so much. Because if I had a dollar for every person was like, I didn't know there was places like this. I didn't know there were people like this. And it's just like, go to ConsciousMichiana.com and you will find them all. I mean, I've even utilized the site of like, maybe I want like a solar return chart done by somebody else and things like that. So it's a beautiful space. And that's, that's why I love what you do, because we definitely need that way to connect with like-minded individuals for sure.
0: Thank you. Thank you for that. I, you know, I mean, it's, it's all about coming together and connecting and however we can do that for each other. So I appreciate it. I appreciate it. All right. Let's see. I think that we've talked about most things. Uh, Do you have a a website or a newsletter or anything outside of social media that you do to help promote yourself? We do not currently right now. The website is in the works. And as far
1: as newsletter, that will flow a little better when we have the website up and running. Mm -hmm. Um, We're kind of just posting calendars to our Facebook and Insta. Um, and things like that, but that's all in the work progress for
0: sure. And it takes so much time. You know, I mean, like it takes so much time to do all of Absolutely. the things. Yeah. Yes. So I, yeah. So perfect. 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 So the best way to contact you would be what? Facebook um, and Instagram? You can
1: either- Email us, which is CosmicConnectionCenter at gmail.com. We have our Facebook Cosmic Connection Center, LLC, Instagram Cosmic Connection Center. And then, of course, Google, you'll have access to our number and everything else on there, too.
0: Perfect. Love that. And before I get into our rapid fire questions, Faye. Yes. Is there anything that I have not asked that you would like to make sure that you Fit in? I definitely think it's one of those things like once we get off of
1: this call, I'll be like, oh, I should have said this and I should have said that. No. Um, At this point, I feel like whatever has been delivered has had its purpose and will reach those who it needs to. Like I said, we're just a couple people that really love humans and love building that community and having that connection with others and want to create a safe space for people to explore the connection they have with themselves.
0: Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Rapid-fire questions. All right. What, here we go. What do you love most about providing the services that you do? The relief that I see
1: people leave with, um, the release that I see them have after a session, uh, the clarity that comes in, the deepening of the connection that they have with themselves, I would have to say is the most rewarding Out of all of that, if I could pay for living in those things, I would never do anything different with my life ever again.
0: Love it. And this kind of piggybacks right on what you just said, but I'm going to ask anyway, what are three words that describe how people feel when they leave after experiencing your services? I can only go off of what people have told me because
1: I don't want to make the assumption of like, you know. Keeping being mindful of that. Um, Lighter. I've had people state that they just feel a lot lighter, um, that they feel heard,
0: and that they feel seen. Mm. Those are all very, very, very important things. Last rapid fire question If someone were lacking confidence or uncomfortable with, whether scheduling an appointment or just coming into the shop for the very first time, what advice do you have for them to help make their experience more enjoyable?
1: I would say first and foremost, a lot of growth happens in our uncomfortability. So to always keep that in mind, that even those situations that are not familiar or feel a little daunting or weird, they can sometimes have the most beautiful outcomes with that. Um, I'm definitely very intuitive in the fact that I watch an individual's energy and I can tell how nervous they are before the session. So I know how much to kind of talk to them and bring them down and just have that conversation and allow them to build some level of connection with me. So their nerves kind of calm and things of that nature.
0: Mm-hmm. It's important. Yeah. And one of, the, one of the benefits of being an intuitive is being able to tap into that. So absolutely. For sure. That's awesome. All right. Well, Faye, it has been such a pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. It's been a great pleasure being able to speak with you today and being able to hear your story. And um, I'm just excited about where things are to go with the Cosmic Connection Center and um, you and Dom and, and the practices that you offer in the community. It's just, you guys are just both very bright lights and I'm just super excited to know you both and just be able to witness just what's to come it's it's very exciting
1: well we are equally appreciative and I appreciate you giving me the space to share my message and my story and yeah it's a it's a beautiful
0: life and
1: I look forward to seeing it evolve
0: indeed indeed all right y'all until next time Wasn't that a wonderful, wonderful interview? I really appreciate Faye, and I'm loving what Faye and Dom are doing out at the Cosmic Connection Center. This weekend is the Cosmic Aphrodite Festival. I am so excited to be there with Conscious Machiana. Come on out, say hello, tell me what you think about the podcast and the things that we're doing bring me your ideas and ways that we can just continue to expand uh, the growth within our community. And until next time, take care.